Hi, this is Ben Eshmead and welcome to the King's Place podcast. Arms Wide, Head Back, Look Forward is a series of concerts celebrating the power and expressiveness of the human voice. On the second in a two-part podcast series, musician and singer Eliza Carthy explains how she's been inspired to curate three concerts which simultaneously look back and forwards. How have you gone about selecting the music? Well, the sort of, um, I started off with, we're going to do all Waterson songs. And then, and since then, <laughs> since, since then I've, uh, I've relaxed a little bit. And, uh, and I've, I've sort of opened the floor. What I've done is I've sent everybody, I've sent everybody a, you know, a certain number of things. And then I've said, oh, there are a couple, of, there are a few things that I want to do that aren't Waterson songs. There's stuff from my old, from my repertoire, from my old repertoire. There's a couple of songs off Anglicana. There's uh, me and Simon Richmond are going to do the washing song from the Imagine Village, and from my work with Saul Rose. Hushabye, my darling. Hushabye, my darling. Hands now, I'll wash them. Feet now, I'll wash them. Handsome you, my young one, fair and smooth, your body clothes made of silk so fine. We're doing Bold Privateer from Anglicana, and then there's, 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 a, there's a hefty slice of Waterson's material in there. There's two songs from Swan Arcade, which is Davick's parents' band, one of which is the Richard Thompson song, Great Valeria, which was kind of their, that was their signature song for a long time. So in that kind of taking people backwards and doing something new with it at the same time, what we're going to do is we're going to sing The Great Valeria alongside a live recording of Davik's parents singing, using that as a sample and singing alongside it kind of thing with, with the orchestra doing what they do and with the choir doing what we do and with, with Swan Arcade doing what they used to do. It's going to be the first time, obviously, that Davik has sung with his father since he passed away, you know, so I think that's going to be a real experience and really ties in with the theme in a massive way. Um, and then I'm hoping that the Devil's Interval are going to do something. I've asked everybody to kind of dig around in the backs of their heads, you know, have a rummage in their mental cupboards and see what they can see what they can come up with in terms of stuff that really strikes a chord with them that maybe they you know heard in their past and they you know something that maybe their parents used to sing to them or that kind of thing mm. and to stand up and just give us it absolutely bare just unaccompanied no instruments at all just stand up there and give us a song kind of thing which I think is also, uh, you know, I'm going for maxi crying. That's what I'm after. We're going to be selling tissues on the door. <laughs> Once the world was green and gold, the black and white and young and old, the brent and dogs and green with side, the castles grew and the fairies hide. My heart was an open door. On the Saturday, um, can you tell me a little more about the support for, for this gig? Yeah, and the support uh, is Kate Young, with her band Kate and the Kettle. I've been working with Kate now for about four years, I think, um, in our band, Carthy, Hardy, Farrell and Young. And she is another one of these people that just, that sort of soaks everything out and spits it out in a way that's just unlike anybody else. So I'm very, very much looking forward to seeing what uh, what a London audience is, is going to make of her. I think it's going to be pretty special. It's of a young damsel, both fair and handsome. These lines are true, as I've been told. On the banks of Shannon, in a lofty mansion, her father's claimed crane stores of gold. Her hair was black as the raven's feather, 
Her form and features dissemble who can There was a fella worked on the station She fell in love with that serving man So that happens on the Saturday, that's the, um, the grand finale. Moving back a day, it's a, it's a much um, stripped down, it's just you, your father, and this, this amazing album that you've made. I love the title, The Moral of the Elephant. I mean, just, just tell me a little bit more about this. Um, okay, well, essentially it's a fiddle and guitar album. <laughs> Um, we, we sort of arrived at a theme by accident, um, the theme being expansion of knowledge, the theme being sort of perceptions versus the truth and things like that. Well, the, the elephant is kind of the key track on the album and it is a setting of the John Godfrey Sachs poem, uh, Six Blind Men and the Elephant, mm-hmm. which itself is a, is a poem about an ancient Indian parable to do with six blind men going to visit an elephant to ascertain its nature. And all of them, they're being blind, they don't see it, so they approach the elephant, and each one of them puts their hands on the elephant, and of course, there's six of them, and the elephant is absolutely massive, and they each of them put their hand on a different part of the elephant, and as a result, each one of them states with absolute certainty, no doubt in their mind at all, that this is what the elephant is like. So one of them puts their hand on its belly and goes, ah, the elephant, it's a wall. That's what the elephant is. Uh, One of them grabs its trunk and goes, oh, the elephant is like a snake, it's wiggly trunk, you know. (laughs) Another one of them grabs its tail and goes, the elephant's like a rope, you know, and then the spears are tusks and each one of them, of course, is right, but none of them has the full picture. That really attracted that really attracted both of us. I, I changed it from the poem a little bit. It's essentially John Godfrey Sachs, but there's the, we cut out a few verses and changed a, mm. changed a couple of things, and I put a tune to it as well. And as we went along, and as the rest of the material sort of enfolded around that, because that was one of the first things that we chose, um, as the rest of the material appeared around that, it became clear that, that, there, was, that there was a theme. In one six men on a stand to learning much inclined Who went to see the elephant Though all of them were blind That each by observation Something like the Bonnie Moore Hen which is a story about um, it's a story about Teesside lead miners fighting their landlords for the right to take the black grouse off the moors. And after the Napoleonic Wars, there was a there was a huge recession, and um, a lot of the a lot of those sort of ordinary people were starving. And these guys had lived um, had lived on the moor tops in in Teesdale all of their lives, and they they and their fathers and their ancestors had always eaten the black grouse that was up there and so they considered them theirs. However, post, you know, um, uh, post enclosures and all of that, all the landlords all insisted that they were theirs and they were poaching, and they sent uh, a large army of, of hired thugs, basically, to beat them down, and they lost. And that, so that's all about the perception of, uh, you know, this land is mine and what... Uh, and the, the, there are the, those sort of themes running through the whole album. Happiness is like a bird and uh, there's a couple of other things there's a track that was written by Molly Drake who's Nick Drake's 
who's Nick Drake's mum, and we're going to be singing that, the material that she wrote in India. India is one of the sub-themes of the album as well. She wrote in India. Yeah, it's just, it really is just the two of us. It's a very, very direct, it's a very, very direct album, direct piece of, um, you know, piece of work. We're very, very proud of it. We've had a good year this year touring it around, and yeah, it's been going really well. I like my dad. He's nice, he's actually really nice to work with. He's nice to be on the road with, so. And of course, Mary Hampton is supporting us that night, who I'm, you know, I'm a massive, massive fan of, so I'm really, really looking forward to that. You, you've recently got the, an NMBE, talking about sort of success and recognition. I mean, that, that's a pretty amazing thing to, to, to be given. Is that something you're proud of? Yes, I'm, I'm very proud of it for a very specific reason. And that reason is that I represent, I re, I represent a marginalised specialist music. Um, I'm delighted that that music has, again, been recognised and that's the reason that I took it and that's the reason that I was happy to take it, yeah. And if I can catch him I will try to bring you all my love and happiness. It begins with the Songs for the Voiceless album launch on the 6th of November, featuring Bella Hardy alongside Jackie Oates, the youngins Gilmore and Roberts, Tom Oakes, Matt Downer and Michael J. Tinker. Martin and Eliza Carthy perform with support from Mary Hampton on the 7th of November. And finally, the Arms Wide Orchestra, which comprises the reformed Devil's Interval, Emily Portman, Jim Causley and Lauren McCormick, alongside Eliza herself, plus Olivia Cheney, Lisa Knapp, Davik Brady, Simon Richmond and Lawrence Hunt. That concert has support from Kate in the Kettle and is on the 8th of November. All concerts are in the rather glorious setting of Hall One. I'm Ben Eshmade and you've been listening to a King's Place podcast. For more details about these events and ticket links, please visit kingsplace.co.uk forward slash Eliza. Thanks for listening.